This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Welcome to the Kickin' Life Podcast. Your host, your truly Kickin' Life guru, Master Rich Grogan. Hey, as Rocky says, nothing hits harder in life. It's not about how hard you can hit, but how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. And that's how winning is done. And I want you to be a winner. I want you to be your very, very best. I want to inspire and motivate you to believe in yourself. So when, not if, but when life knocks you down, you get right back up with that confidence that I can take on more, I can do more, and I can live my best kick in life. All right, so buckle up, saddle up, here we go. Kicking lifers out there, how are you? Happy, happy day to you, whatever day it is. Man, oh man, hopefully you're having a, well, this is the start of the week for you because I know you just downloaded this brand new episode that came on. We've got an exciting show yet again today, and we've got a super awesome guest who, actually, she just pulled out a kick-butt book, and uh, it says, you're a badass, oh my gosh, and it's a terrific book. Uh, we'll maybe talk a little bit about more, listen to me, tongue-tied already. I didn't have coffee this morning, I'm already going blah, blah, blah. Good stuff. Well, I'm super excited about our guest. We'll have her on the air, and it is a her. She's an entrepreneur. She owns a couple successful business and is a total rock star. And the thing uh, that I'm so connected with this young lady about is her desire to achieve even more, to do the right thing, to continue to build her business, build herself as a human being, to, you know, that kind of fits right into the model of the Kick in Life podcast, right? To live your best kick in life. But before we jump in there, we've got to give a shout out to our friends at Become the Lion and read a passage from the Daily Line, as we always do. If you haven't checked these guys out, make sure you do to, do to, do so. Listen to me today. I'm excited. Can you tell? I think you can. Anyway, hashtag Become the Lion and the book's The Daily Lion. Today it says, unsuccessful people watch TV all the time, where successful people read all the time. Wow. There's a right hook of reality right out of the gate. Boom! There it is, lighting you up. Now, does that mean you can't watch TV at all? No, you've got to enjoy life. But unfortunately, and I'm telling you from experience, I used to watch way too much TV. And I don't know, just sit there, I'd come home after, you know, 12, 14, 15, 16 hour day and just, okay, I'm done. Just sit there and before I know it, it's two or three in the morning, I'm zonked out on the couch and I have no idea what I was doing, what I was watching, but I'm sure it wasn't good. And that developed into an, a routine and a habit and a pattern. Not good. And I know some people I talk to, they binge watch their Netflix episodes. And that's okay. If that's what you want to do, I'm not here to tell you to change it. But I am telling you, if you come to me and I say, hey, you do this to help yourself, improve yourself, come to this self-defense class or come to this business seminar and you say, I don't have time, but yet you tell me that you've watched 12 episodes of King of Thorns or Thorns or whatever that episode is. I, I don't watch it. I'm sorry. Maybe I should. But I don't watch that stuff. Um, I choose not to. It doesn't mean all I do is read and do research, but it does mean in the last five years I've read over 100 books, thousands of hours of audio books, attended more conferences, more success events, and I've got a podcast going here, better outreach. I've got on how many thousands of followers, and I'm not saying that to brag. I'm just telling you, look, if this guy can do it, anybody can do it, but you've got to be willing to make the changes. You've got to be willing to sacrifice one thing for another. And that brings up the next point somebody had said not too long ago, hey, man, gosh, it must be difficult. It must. Be, how can that be any fun, having that much discipline in your life? 
And the truth be told, I need to have a little more discipline and a little more focus and clarity. But here's something I picked up from a conference not too terribly long ago. The guy, he had said this. He said, look, discipline equals freedom. And you're like, discipline equals freedom? What the heck does that mean? Well, the more disciplined you are, the more you're doing things that you need to do, and that frees up more time to do what you want to do. I know it's crazy, isn't it? And it's like, man, got to have the discipline to get up at 6 a.m. I can't do that. I can't do that. Well, if you keep saying you can't, you're not going to ever be able to, number one. Number two, that discipline to get up is going to create more freedom of your time because you're going to have more time to do the things that you want to do. And it's really that simple. Think about this for a second. There's 168 hours in a week, 168 hours in a week. Now, we know there's 24 hours in a day, but 168 hours in a week. Now, um, if you, with sleep, now, eight hours, we'll give you eight hours. That's probably a good thing. And the more and more I read, the more sleep you get. It's actually, well, as long as it's not too much. Eight times seven, what is that? 56, right? So out of your 168 hours, 56 of those hours are going towards sleep. And then you got another 40 hours of the work week going towards work. So let's just round it off to 100. So you've still got 68 hours in that week. What are you doing with that 68 hours? Now I get it. I've got three kids of my own, run a business, so you're running here and there, here and there. So maybe that's 25, 30 hours a week. Well, we'll say 30 to round it off because my math sometimes isn't that good. Now we got 38 hours left. What are we doing with that 38 hours? I get it. I know. When you break it down that way, it's like, man, what am I doing? And I'm not saying, once again, go cold turkey and stop watching all your favorite episodes. But I am saying if you can delegate an hour a day, an hour a day, that's only seven hours a week towards self-educating, bettering yourself, reading a book, reading positive things on Facebook instead of all the political nonsense and garbage that he put out there, I'm telling you, your life is going to change. And Jim Rome, he talks or did talk about it. Unfortunately, he passed away, but he's like the godfather, if you will, of success mentors. His whole thing was you spend eight hours on your job. If you could just dedicate one hour, not the eight hours you're working, keep working for your job so you don't get fired, but <laughs> spend one hour of that eight hours every single day on self-improvement, self-educating, I promise you're going to be a much, much happier person, much, much more successful person. And you hear me talk all the time. What you put in your mind, what you feed your mind is what you're going to focus on. It's almost like if you're, you're wanting to grow a strawberry garden and strawberries, oh man, think about that for a second. Get a visual if you like strawberries. If you don't like strawberries, I'm going to make you like strawberries because I'm going to tell you, put a bunch of sugar on the strawberries. And if a bunch of sugar isn't enough, put some more sugar on it. And if that isn't enough, get some whipped cream. Put some whipped cream on those strawberries. Yeah, you guys starting to like strawberries? You know what? I'm going to hold the strawberry story. I'm trying to get better at my storytelling. That's something I've been doing a lot of research on lately. And a big part, they say, is tease the audience and then pull back a little bit. Keep them guessing. So that's what I'm going to do to you. I know you're probably not going to like it, but you're going to have to listen to this more of the podcast. And without further ado, I've kept her sitting here patiently, although she says she's extremely nervous. I don't see it in her eyes. She's going to rock it out. Our star guest on the show today, star, yes she is, is owner of Anytime Fitness, owner of Imaging. Brightway Imaging. Oh, you've heard her voice, Brightway mm -hmm. Imaging, and she's going to tell us all about those things. And super successful mom and hus husband, you got a successful husband, about wife and rock star, Miss is Stephanie Dykstra. Stephanie, say hello to everybody. Hello. Hi, everyone. How are we doing today? That a girl. So this took a lot of prodding and poking and... <laughs> Trying to get Stephanie wow, on yeah. here, but she's here now, and she did her face first Facebook Live video not too long ago. Yes, and? I need to do more. I know. 
I don't beat yourself up. You did one, right? A journey yeah. of a thousand miles starts Ripped with off what? The one step. Right, right. Ripped off that band aid. Right. Well, Steph, tell us a little bit about uh, your businesses, Anytime right. Fitness and the Imaging Center. Tell us a little bit about those. Sure. Well, Anytime Fitness is a 24 hour um, gym. We love our members there. We do our best to get them motivated, to keep them coming in. Um, and you get, it's just, it's a fun place to come work out. Brightway Imaging, it's, people are always like, how did you get into these two polar opposite things? But I kind of think they kind they go together a little bit. Um, Brightway Imaging, we're an independent diagnostic testing facility. So that means that we are not um, affiliated with any hospitals. We do MRIs, x-rays, ultrasounds, and mammography. Um, m- m- what was that word again? Mammography. Okay. Mammograms. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you got to speak male <laughs> male language here. I don't know. Although most of our listeners are female, they probably got it. <laughs> yes, yes. So, um, so in a nutshell, we take orders from doctors, and we do the exam, and we provide excellent service to our patients, and then we send them on their way. Awesomeness. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And of course, listeners, you know, that try and get the absolute very best guest on here, even those that may be a little bit shy to get out there. And it's different. It's tough. It's tough talking on the air here. And it's even tougher talking to Facebook Live because you're putting yourself out there. But in order to take your business to a little bit higher level, we got to overcome those fears. And I'm super proud of Stephanie for uh, being on the show today and taking those active steps to take things to a higher level. And Anytime Fitness, I'm a member and so is my wife. Wonderful, wonderful place, wonderful positive atmosphere and attitude. And, you know, there's thousands of health clubs out there. And one of our big main competitors, or Stephanie's big main competitors, I'm not going to mention their name here, in Edwardsville. But uh, they've got a little, oh, I don't say, I don't say cheap because I don't want to be insulting to anyone. But you always get what you pay for. And that's exactly what it boils down to. If you want to drive a Mercedes Benz, and I realize not everybody can afford a Mercedes Benz. Heck, I can't afford one right now, but I'm going to (laughs) by changing that mindset. But if you want to drive something special, you're going to have to pay a little extra for it. But you get the premium luxury with that. And if you're content driving, you know, uh, uh, I don't know, Ford Escort still makes cars I don't don't have any idea. No. (laughs) But it is what it is. My whole point is if you want something better, you're going to have to pay just a little bit more for it. But I'm telling you, the quality that goes along with that is well worth the investment. And something I mentioned seems like all the time, probably too often, if something is cheaper, and first of all, why would you want something cheap in the first place? But sometimes we get that. What's, how cheap is it? How this and that? Well, the whole word cheap, right. that's what it is. It's cheap. But if you invest in something cheap and you spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars, but you get no return on your investment, you get nothing out of it, what have you really done? I don't know. Right. You've got nothing, no return. So my thing is spend a few extra bucks, get the quality you're looking for, and that quality, I promise, you'll forget about the, those few extra bucks you're paying because you're getting something much, much more valuable. And I know that's what you offer there at Anytime Fitness. We try to support people on their fitness journey. That's our whole goal is to keep people coming back. We don't really want the people that that never come in the gym, that don't see the results in the, because we want to help them. That's, that's our whole goal is sure. to help people. Awesome. And similar to what we do at the Academy, yeah, there, absolutely. consistency over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So you build a consistent pattern, a consistent routine, and a right. consistent habit of doing it. And that's the only way you're going to see the results. Absolutely. I think the st- statistics say it takes six months for someone to form a habit of, of going to the gym, especially. Sure. And then after that, you know, it gets a little easier. When it, We all know when you get out of a habit, it's hard to get back into it. We all suffer from that. But um, we just... 
have to keep trying. Keep pushing forward. That That's first right. excuse is always the toughest, isn't it? Yes. First excuse, and then they get easier, and then right. they get easier. After you make right. that first one, you'll, you know what? Well, uh, and your mind's going to do it. Getting out of bed, you're going to come up with a thousand right. reasons why to lay there. Right. Absolutely. Not. Oh, I, I don't have socks. No. <laughs> I got a hangnail. I can't go to the gym today. Right. <laughs> Yeah, right. we've heard them all. And and, and uh, listeners out there, it's, it's all about what we talk about all the time, those consistent behaviors. You're going to consistently do those things over and over and over again till they become habit forming. Right. And when they become habit forming, it's conditioned. It happens without thought. I had a, a conversation with my niece over the weekend. I flew to Phoenix to babysit my nieces and nephew. And it was it was awesome. But I had a, a conversation with her. She was focusing on the negative in her life. And I said, what you put out, you get back. So keep thinking, I have, my friends are awesome and they love me and I have lots of friends. Don't focus on that one girl that doesn't seem to like you. But I think that's what a lot of people do. They focus on, oh, I can't walk half a mile or I can't walk for five minutes on the treadmill. But if you focus on the fact that you can walk five minutes, switch, turn it around and start, start thinking about the positive instead of the negative. Listeners, and you wonder why I had her on our show today? Have you heard that message before? It probably sounds much better coming <laughs> from her voice than it does mine. But exactly the same thing. It's those little bitty things. And what we condition our mind to think about is going to magnify. We'll talk about the reticular activating system all the time. And that's what you focus on magnifies. You know, you've got on average seventy-five to 80,000 thoughts that run through your head on a daily basis. If you're hyperactive like I am, it's about 200,000. <laughs> but anyway, you would go nuts trying to... Uh, Focus in on every single thought. So your mind, your subconscious mind, has this beautiful uh, piece of it. It's called the reticular activating system. And what it does is it focuses, it brings into focus the things that you think about the most. So if you're thinking about, as Stephanie just alluded to, all the things you can't do. I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do that. Well, that's a negative, right? Can't. That's pretty negative. It's going to bring all the other things and remind you of why you can't do it. Right. Out of those 80,000 thoughts. However, you change that. I can do this. And that's the beauty of affirmations and positive Absolutely. thinking. You're pumping your mind with those positive things. So you're almost like tricking or uh, I don't say short circuiting, but maybe short circuiting a negative. But you're tricking your mind. And most importantly, you're activating the reticular activating right. system to find more positive. And, you know, the example I give all the time, Stephanie, is if you've went to a car lot and you decide you're going to buy a new car. Well, you, you, you test drive this blue, uh, let's see, let's, what kind of a car we can talk about? What kind of car have you test drove lately? Um, or do you like blue? First of all, I guess I should yeah, ask. I always I say blue. I used to have a bright blue Mazda ah. that I loved, but then I had babies. <laughs> Bye-bye, Mazda. And I got a minivan. There you go. True mama there. Mama minivan. <laughs> mama but, minivan. So we'll go back to Stephanie's blue Mazda. I'm getting a visual. Everybody getting a visual? <laughs> blue Mazda. Nice. <laughs> All right. So anyway, Stephanie in her blue Mazda cruising around, looking good, feeling good. Well, the first day she drives that blue Mazda off the parking lot, holy cow, there's a blue Mazda. There's a blue Mazda. There's a blue Mazda. There's a blue Mazda. Right. I'm like, well, and, and how'd you feel? You're like, wait a minute. I thought I, I was the only thought, one here. Right. I thought I was unique. <laughs> unique. Well, and here's the thing. Those blue Mazdas have always been there. Right. But Stephanie wasn't thinking about them at the time. Why? It just wasn't important to her but a reticular activating system, and that's the power of it. I know some people think, man, that's kind of voodoo or something out there. That's just 
the law of attraction. That's just the universe. And like I mentioned, think about that for a second. 80,000 thoughts on average is what the average person has on a daily basis. You would go completely insane if you tried to focus on every one. And that's the beauty and the power of the subconscious mind and particularly the Ricky, 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 listen to me, reticular (laughs) activating system, RAS. (laughs) That's the beauty of that because it brings into focus what you magnify. Now, if you think about that, that should scare the daylights out of you. It truly should because if you're thinking about all the negative and everything that, you know, CNN constantly negative network and, you know, all the ne- news networks, all they care about. You like that? Yes, yes. I really like that. Constantly negative yes, network. Yes, yes. All they bring is negative news right. to you to f- in your mind. And they don't care about you. They don't care about what you're thinking. All they care about is their blood ratings. The more gu- blood and guts and everything else going right. on, the more they get out of it. Like, um, well, we got some writing going on in St. Louis, Missouri here. Which, you know, I guess it deserves some attention. I don't know. I don't think it deserves as much attention as it's getting. But we had this two horrific hurricanes that hit in Texas and in Florida. And, yeah, they got a lot of news media. But now that's swept under the rug. We're not focusing on all the good things that people are doing to help support the victims of the hurricanes, Hurricane Harvey and Hurricane Irma. No, we're, okay, that's already gone. People are doing good things. We, we don't want that. That's not going to bring in ratings. Let's focus on this one small city in the United States that's having these riots going on. And I'm not saying that's right or wrong. What I'm saying is the news is going to continue to pound you with negative. So you've got to block that nonsense out. Quit watching that stuff, first of all, and start focusing on a positive. Because if you think about it all the time, your reticular activating system is going to do its job. And it's going to find more, find more, find more. And guess what? Facebook, and all Facebookers out there, I get it. They have their own reticular activating system. What you click on, what you like the most, is what you're going to see more and more and more of. So you may tell you what my news feed consists of? Positivity. Mm-hmm. And every single one. And I'm tempted, just like anybody else, I see this thing and it interests me, but I know if I click on it, <laughs> the return I'm going to get is not what I want because I'm going to be bombarded with that kind of garbage. So what you put in is what you're going to get out. Right. Um, there's a piece of equipment I want for my gym that's following me on Facebook. <laughs> Every time I get on, there's this octane um, trainer that I want. And I, so, anyway, I think it's funny. Isn't that crazy? Like, how many times have I cl- cl- clicked on this thing? And it keeps so, coming back up. It keeps up. coming back up. Sure. Well, and that's all the um, algorithms and all the other yes. stuff that's going on with Facebook. And here's the thing. If you um, you clicked on something on Facebook, uh, suddenly uh, when you're on Amazon, it clicks up there. If you're on Amazon, you bought right. something, suddenly it clicks over here. So they got it all figured out. They know what's going on. There's a science behind it. A little it. scary. <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh, Well, and the law of attraction in the universe, that's a little different, but that's uh, they're playing off the same exact thing. Right. And that's just you know good marketing. That's what they're paid to do, and that's what they're doing. Well, anyway, um, Steph, tell us a, a little bit about your family, the kiddos, and uh, your wonderful husband, Chris. Sure. Well, my husband is a financial advisor in this morning, so he, he inspires me a lot. Um, this morning, he ran 16 miles. He's training for his fifth marathon. Um, can, can, can I interject yeah, for just absolutely. a second there? 16 miles, 16 folks. Miles. Did, you, did you hear that? And uh, we were talking about this uh before the show started today and she was talking about Chris got up is like six after or five after six and she heard the garage door and he's out there running. And, you know, my thought was, you know, I got up a little early and went for a couple mile run. I was feeling pretty good about myself. And I'm like, 16 miles, 16 miles. What What the heck? (laughs) Now, the reason I bring that up, kudos to Chris. That's excellent. Yeah. I'm just as guilty as everybody else. You're feeling good about yourself. And then you find out somebody's doing better or done something better. You automatically start feeling bad about yourself. Why? Why do we do that? 
Well, I'll tell you why we do it is because we're in this world of always comparing ourselves mm-hmm. to, to others, Absolutely. whether good or bad, good or bad. Be happy with the person you are. Know if you're a better person today than you were yesterday, that's a success. We don't know the battles that Chris is fighting. We don't know what he's going through, and we don't. But I do know I'm proud of him for getting up and running those 16 miles, but I'm not going to be mad at myself because I didn't do it. And I say that because I know we all kind of feel that. And then on the flip side, somebody you talk to and they didn't do anything, you're like, well, I'm better than they are. I I ran three miles. Good deal. All right. But I'm not as good as Chris. What the heck? Well, quit comparing yourself to others. Compare yourself to the person you were yesterday. And if you're a better person today, gosh darn it, stop right now. Go ahead and pat yourself. Good job. Right. I'm proud I'm of you. I'm pat myself on the back. <laughs> All right. Absolutely. So I, I interrupted there. Oh, no, Tell you're us more. Fine. Um, so, yeah, he's training for his fifth marathon. So he is one of my inspirations to continue to strive to make myself um, a better person, a better wife, a better mom, a better business owner. Um, and it kind of goes all hand in it hand. It all goes it? hand in hand. Yes, it does. Continue to have a, your positive mental attitude. Um, and my, my kids are also an awesome inspiration, and they come to your academy, and they love it. Dominic is 11, and Genevieve is 8. And Total rock star they, kiddos. They are awesome. Yes, um, they are. Genevieve, the, probably the first time, maybe not the first time, but after about the first month, she decided that she needs to be a black belt, and she's going to be an instructor. So the determination on her face. And tell is, her how old is Genevieve? She's 8. She's so, and she's. Oh my gosh, she's sassy. Um, sassy. And sassy. She. Both of my kids are avid readers. It's awesome. I. Lo- Chris and I both love to read. We love the fact that they love to read. Um, they're just fun kids. They're. They both go to Cassins, and it's awesome because fifth and, and third grade this year, one drop off, one pickup. I don't. That, people that. Uh, I know. I know some of you understand. Well, it's, it saves a lot of time. <laughs> we'll be able to pick the kiddos up from the same schools with yeah. uh, Stephanie's referring yeah, to yes, there. Yes, sorry. And that's all right. No worries, no worries. Cassins Elementary is one of the one of the amazing, super awesome schools we mm-hmm. have in the Edwardsville School District. Yes. And yeah, it, it makes it a little bit better when they're in the, the same school. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, well, like you said, with pickup, drop-off, right. and everything else, they're in one place. And then, of course, next year, we got to go back to the other. You're going to have uh, Dominators going to be in middle school. Yeah. Uh, he loves to be called Dominator, by the way. He <laughs> thinks that's funny. He actually has a gun that's called the Dominator, I think. So he he covered up one M. Did he really? So now it's the Dominator. Domination. He's so funny. So they're both they're they're awesome kids. I come from a fa- my fa- my family is so supportive of everything I do. Not just Chris and the kids, but also my parents and my siblings, and so I have a great support system, which is which makes what I do a lot easier. Nice, nice. And you know, you know, that's, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Now, with that being said, you still have to put in the hard work, the efforts, the long days, and everything else. It doesn't just come easy, right? Right, right. <laughs> a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that not everybody sees. Absolutely. I'm extremely blessed because I have great employees and people that I can count nice. on. So when I'm not there, I know things that are going to get done. Um, so that I'm, I'm very blessed in that aspect, especially at Brightway Imaging, those, those, oh my gosh, I wouldn't know what to do without them. Nice. So. And it allows you time to come on the podcast Absolutely. and go to business conferences. And, uh, yeah. that, that's wonderful. And, you know, instead of, I know you and I have spoke about this before, somebody will come in and say, dang, it just happened overnight. Just success, success. How did it happen? 
And folks, and you've heard me talk about this before, there are so many things that go on behind the scenes in order to train your team to right. do these things, in order to put people in place that can do what you want them to Absolutely. do. So nothing is nothing is easy, no. but the guarantee is, and I'm going to say guarantee here, the guarantee is if you put in the hard work sooner than later, you're going to reap the benefits. Now, there's going to I'm sure there were a lot of times you're thinking, especially with Anytime Fitness competing with other gyms, what in the world am I doing? Oh my gosh. But you had that positive mental attitude to keep pushing you forward and a positive support group. I had now, yes, I have. I for the most part, I have a positive mental attitude. But there were times that I can recall that I would go to go to work and I would think what am I doing? This is this is this is stupid, you know. And the more I got away from television and Facebook and also negative people in my life, I I then I could get back to my positive thinking. Um, I made lots of mistakes, lots, with the with some of the things that I made decisions on for the imaging centers. It might it may have cost us a lot of money, but I learned from those mistakes. I moved on. I've hired people that I thought would be good, then ended up being bad. So you know, all of that, you just have to learn from them and and continue to. It's hard sometimes to be positive, but it's it's more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It you know it brings you down a lot more to be negative. Well. Absolutely. And, and listeners out there, those other entrepreneurs that are out there, other uh, future business owners, and just people, if you're working for somebody, you can definitely relate to what Stephanie's talking about here. It, it can be extremely tough to be positive. And, and, and Stephanie is very humble in, in, in her explanation there. I'll tell you flat out, I don't know how many times I, I just like, I, I don't want to go. I do not want to go to the studio. And I was fighting these battles in my own mind right. simply because I was beat down and I was so burnt out. There were days, I, I, and this is crazy. And, and I, well, I used to be embarrassed to say this, but I'm opening my heart up here to the listeners. You guys know this. And the reason I'm doing this is to let you know it is a battle. It is a struggle, but you can do it, but you have to make the choice. And it would be, you know what? Maybe if I got sick, I wouldn't have to go. Now, <laughs> I've, I've, I've thought that too. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, what? You, you actually think that? Yeah, yeah, I've thought that before. And I'll tell you, I'll even go a little bit deeper. I don't know how many speeches I've given at grade schools and uh, uh, colleges, elementary buildings, and all around. And almost every single time, this is crazy, but this is how the mind works. The night before, I think I'm not prepared. I don't sleep very well. And I think, well, maybe, maybe it'll snow tomorrow and I won't have to go do this. That was just last week. <laughs> maybe that was we'll last s- night. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I knew it would snow, those things, but well, I know, it's, something it, it, could have it, happened. It's 90 degrees outside. Right. We're thinking it's going to snow. But that's what pops in the mind. You're thinking, I really don't want to do this. But And the reason I'm telling right. you this, folks, is you have to overcome those fears each and every time. Right. Now, does it ever get easier? Maybe a little bit, but it's a simple choice. I'm going to overcome this fear. Now, what you're doing is you're building those confidence chips, if you will. So it's like, okay, you know what? It didn't kill me the last time. It's probably not going to kill me this time. And Les Brown, he he, he always says something. He goes, this won't kill you. This won't kill you. You will get through it because you've gotten through everything else in life. And people are like, well, what do you mean got through everything else? Well, if you hadn't, you wouldn't be here right now. So you've overcome some challenges in order to be here. But now, listeners out there, you're hearing a very sincere young lady over here talk about the struggles, and that's just what it is. And uh, But you can achieve the success you want, but you do have to make the choices in life right. to overcome those fears. And it's totally normal 
to once somebody else, how, how are you so positive all the time? Truth be told, I'm not. Right. <laughs> Sometimes it's a struggle. Sometimes it's a balance. I've got, uh, um, you know, and I never compare problems with everybody else because I don't know what you're going through. You don't know what I'm going through. Right. And uh, people all the time, I'll say, hey, how you doing? He goes, oh, you don't want to hear my problems. My retort on that oh, is. Oh, you don't want to know. <laughs> I say, well, I'll tell you what, if you tell me all your problems, then you got to listen to all my problems. And then you're going to try and outdo me. I'm going to try and outdo you. And now we're all negative and that, that, that. So how about, hey, how you doing? Great, thanks, bye. Right. <laughs> I, it's not that I don't want to hear other people's problems, but I'm trying to change their mindset. <laughs> and sometimes that works really well. And sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, sure. But every day is an opportunity to be great. Sure. To better yourself. To and some days are a little more of a struggle, aren't they? I mean, they, they truly are. And that's the thing. It's not, uh, well, I want to share with, uh, I recently got a comment Somebody sent uh, something to me on Facebook, and it said, it must be really nice living in your world of sunshine and rainbows. <laughs> However, the world's not like that. And I'm like, okay. And, it's you know, all about how you choose to look at it. Sure, it's full of sunshine and rainbows. So my reply back was, um, uh, I agree. I agree 100%. Life is tough. It's even, tough, even tougher when you're negative, rude, and disrespectful, right. <laughs> especially to yourself. And no, I don't believe the world's all sunshine and rainbows. And you hear me talk about my Rocky quote all the time. You know, the world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It can be a mean, ugly, nasty place and can beat you to your knees and keep you there if you let it. You, me, nobody hits as hard as life. But it's not about how you can hit. It's about how you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, then go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits. And you can't say you're not where you're at because of him or her or anybody else. Cowards do that every day, and that ain't you. You're better than that. Yes. Yes. Give me an applause. <laughs> I love that. I usually end the speeches with that, and the kids are like, yeah. Of yeah, course, I'll fire them up. Yeah, well, the right. elementary kids are like, who's Rocky? <laughs> what, 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 what sunshine and rainbows am I supposed right. to draw? So you got to make sure you, you attack the right crowd. But uh, th- right. so I reply back to the guy. I didn't say all the Rocky stuff. I wanted to, but I didn't, I didn't feel like typing that much. <laughs> So I just simply said, no, the world is not all sunshine and rainbows, nor do I believe it is. But I do believe you're going to get a heck of a lot more by being positive, being motivated, being inspirational, and most of all, being respectful to others and yourself. And um, I didn't get a reply back on that. And, but there's trolls out there. I had somebody not too long ago <laughs> tell me that uh, any man that uses the word humble as much as you do is no man to me. Like, wow. So we got some real tough guys out there, especially in our martial arts industry. I mean, you think oh, about sure. yeah. men in general with mm-hmm. our fragile egos, but uh, right. yep, we got to cover it up because we're macho in any sport, you know, much less you're in martial arts, which is combative, you know, and that egos are through the roof and the testosterone and the machoism. So there's a lot of tough guys that hide behind the computer screens. And the reason I bring this up, listeners, I, I don't want sympathy from anybody. <laughs> Well, Frankly, I don't need it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it because I'm not going to get it. Thank you, Steph. There's a right of reality. That's right. But um, it's simply because of this. It is, and, and I feel like I'm a pretty confident person. I work hard on the confidence and the courage. But anytime I get nicked like that, it makes me for a second think, well, maybe I shouldn't put this positive stuff out there. Maybe I shouldn't do that. Right. And, and, and you know, it, it's one of those. When you put yourself out there, when you go against the grain, when everybody's complaining and whining, you say, hey, it's not that bad. You're going to get a shot. You're going to get a few shots. And, and the more you get, the more likely you're going to think, well, maybe, maybe I shouldn't put that out there. Maybe I'm not going to put this post because someone's going to be mean to me. Now, I'm telling you that because, like I said, I feel like I'm a pretty confident person and feel like I can fight my own battles. 
but yet it does take a chink out of me or mm-hmm. in my armor, if you will. And it makes me guess, think, well, maybe I shouldn't. Well, here's the thing. I still do it and I want you to do it. Don't let one jerk, one a-hole, somebody that's just angry at life and hates themselves keep you from being who you're born to be, keep you from being positive, keep you from being motivated and keep you from living your best possible life. And so Stephanie's, oh, I'm, she's got something. I, I read, obviously, you said it before, you are a badass. It's well, probably, thank you very much. You are. Oh, oh that's yeah, the book that's title. That's the book, the book, yeah. G- give yeah. Jen a big shout out. What, oh, yeah, Jen, how do you say your last name? Well, I was hoping you could. Sincero, <laughs> S-I-N-C-E-R-O. Check it out if you've never read it. It's a fabulous book. I love well, it. And uh, I know you want to quote that, but yeah. uh, did uh, I know I bought, I listened to the audio book and then I bought the book and I had Desi read it. And did I talk to you about it or you already had I it? Think or? Our, I had somehow, it's our synchro, de- synchro <laughs> destiny, as, as Deepak Chopra, Chopra would say. Wow. But, you know, the. Uh, she, she's getting a little too sophisticated. <laughs> to me just about how things just, your life, you know, things in your life kind of come together. You start thinking about people, they walk in your life, you think about it. So anyway, that was that word John and I were trying to come up with last week. Synchronicity. Ah, synchronicity. I said it. There you go. John's not even paying attention. Nah, I'm gonna go over he's and smack him. Us. One. That's fine. Synchronicity. I, I couldn't say that yeah. word last week on the well, podcast. I think he says synchro, synchro well, destiny. So it's all about, you know, when you think about somebody, how it comes, how they, how they email you. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just like whoa. L- law so of I attraction. Keep thinking about a million dollars. Law of attraction. Yeah. Bring it, baby. <laughs> right. So. Uh, so I'll work on that word for next week. There you go. Synchrodest- yeah, I'll, oh I'll send gosh. you. I'll send you his. Uh, Folks, his- it's all the concussions and brain damage and everything oh, else I've well, got. What's my excuse? <laughs> <laughs> you're you're in the room with me. <laughs> I'm bringing both of our IQs down. <laughs> That's funny. Well, you what, are who you're with. <laughs> what? Now I don't even remember what you said earlier, but. One of the things I I was actually squirrel on, right exactly I was on the airplane on my way to Phoenix to to see my um my family and I was reading this book and um so things just started resonating with me at the end of the the last couple of chapters and I was like I actually took a picture of one of the um one of the pages and I sent it to Chris because it was my my um meditation my Deepak Chopra meditation that day and I was like oh my gosh this is so weird what he said she said in this book and I can't even remember what the passage was but I was just I was like my my brain just like exploded you know boom but anyway so I have all these notes that I wrote down Uh when I was when I was reading this book so something you just said and I go of course I forgot because the squirrel um, it just never apologize for who you are because it lets the whole world down. And that's another thing I had Ooh. a conversation I had with my niece. You have to be you. Could you, could you say that again? Yes. Never apologize for who you are. It lets the whole world down. Nice. So be you. You're the only you. I think I think I've seen you post about that or oh, heard you talk about countless that. times. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. And and listeners, you've heard me say it. I'm gonna let you think about. It. You are one in how many? Da, 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 da. Seven billion. Actually, it's more than seven billion now. But you are one in seven billion in this world we live in. But nobody has the unique gift, ability, and God-given passion, desire, mm-hmm. and knowledge that you have, the right. wisdom that you have. And that was kind of talking about earlier, uh, uh, Chris, Stephanie's husband, who ran 16 miles today, and I was feeling pretty good about my couple miles. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm never, I don't know what Chris is going through, and I'm never going to be as cool as him. 
But guess what? He's never going to be as cool as me either. That's right. <laughs> but don't compare yourself to others. Be right. the best person you can be. And I think that's absolutely excellent. And I'm, I remember reading that now that you brought it up. Mm-hmm. I, could, I forgot about it. I'm sure I got it highlighted and written down someplace with my ADD and ADHD. I've got notes on top of notes. I think uh, if I were to take a month and just go through my notes, I'd probably have 10 novels. You know what? I think I'm going to do that. I'm taking a month off, everybody. All right. <laughs> so, but... Uh, and the crazy thing about that, I don't want to listen to think, you know, and you hear me talk about the law of attraction all the time and synchronicity. Yes, I said yes. it again. We're bringing those things in because what you focus on magnifies. Mm-hmm. Now, if Stephanie wasn't really thinking about that, she probably would have read over that passage and it wouldn't have mattered. Just be another uh, sentence or paragraph in the book. But the fact that she had thought about it at one point in time before, that's that reticular activating mm-hmm. system. It's a file retrieval process. It's like, ding, 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 ding. You've read that before. Here it is again. Here it is again. And before you know it, you're thinking about it more and more things like that, more positivity like that is going to start popping into your life. Right. And how, how, do, how, do you, uh, how do you become better at anything? You teach someone else. By teaching, you learn it twice. That's learn right. it twice. And obviously, something's good and you say it, teach somebody else, you learn it twice, then it's going to replay in your mind a little bit more. And the beautiful thing about cliches, you know the beautiful thing about cliches? I don't know if I do. I don't know if I do either, but I'm going to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're cliches because they've been around for a while, and being around a while, they must warrant some type of value or meaning. That's the beauty about cliches. Nice, nice? Yeah. Awesome sauce. What else you got there in your notes? Look, And, and I usually prepare really well for this stuff. This stuff, this the podcast, stuff. I know. Everything's stuff. And um, Stephanie may have outdone me. Is, are those oh, all notes from the these book? These are all notes from the book. That a girl? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So it's everything that I thought, of, you know, that really I wanted to go back and remember or go back and be able to teach others. Um, that a girl? Yeah. So there's just, there's a lot. They're, they're mostly just one line quotes. But one thing that I did, I, I'm not 100% great at it, but the, she's, one thing that was in her book that was never think of anything upsetting at night and create your top 10 list of, of positive things that have happened throughout the day. Things to be grateful for. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So, um, I did that. I, I always, I, I try to always think of positive things, but I have not been really good about writing them down. But as I was writing them down and, and when I was in Phoenix, it was just so fun because then I kind of replayed my day with my nieces and nephews and things that we had done and things we had talked about and funny little things that Charlie had said. So, you know, it just, it brings more positive into your life. And I also, you know, I wrote a little note that, oh, this might be good for my niece who has trouble sleeping. So anyway, that was, that was one of the, one of the many lessons that I got out of this book. And that's, I mean, you're counting what you're grateful for. You're counting your blessings, right. what you're grateful for, as opposed to, um, well, everything that went wrong, everything you didn't accomplish. And, you know, being an entrepreneur, there's that laundry list that never freaking ends. I mean, it just it's right. like you take one item off, 10 more jump on there. How'd that happen? But focus on the successes, focus on what you're grateful for, focus on what you've achieved, and it's much, much better. The only failure is quitting. Everything else is gathering information. So keep focusing on your successes, even if... They're actually failures because you're gathering information. Well, and uh, I used to believe that success and failure were opposites, opposite sides of the coin. Now I'm yeah. a firm believer in failure is just a road or a stepping stone right. toward the roadmap toward success because you're kind of you know overcoming those challenges, adversities, Absolutely. battles. And wonderful stuff. And that's a great book, as, uh, as oh. we mentioned there. Another one I would give a shout out, I almost completely forgot, 
is uh, Mel Robbins. She has the book, The Five Second Rule. And I had an opportunity just a couple weekends ago to actually see Mel Robbins at the Success Live event. And we did a little Facebook Live video. It rocked the house. Talk about a genuine down-to-earth person. Holy cow. Matter of fact, I've kind of started the, she's got a little network group going right now. It's called The Power of You. Fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. Just to challenge you to work on what you want to be, be the power of you. Use your powers to become your very, very best. And our three main focus points are clarity, confidence, and courage. I feel pretty good with the courage and the confidence, but the clarity is where I need some major work on because of all the different things coming in. So shout out there. We all all do. do. Yes, we do. We all do. And uh, shout out to Miss Mel Robbins, the five-second rule. Excellent job. This Power of You program, I'm super pumped and excited about. Thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of this wonderful group. But back to the the, the book here and, and just reading in general. And I share with my listeners all the time. Five years ago, I didn't even know I could read because <laughs> I simply chose not to. Uh, the information's always been there. It's not like suddenly in the last five years, all these wonderful books, uh, Napoleon Hill and uh, Jen Sereno there, Mel Robbins and all those things appeared. They've been there. <laughs> I just simply chose not to read them. Right. And the reason I bring that up is because people say, well, if you've already read 100 books. I'll never catch up. Don't, don't worry about catching up to me. Stephanie's probably read a thousand books. I'm not going to try and catch up to her. But my point is, start with one. One is Mm -hmm. better than none. And once you take that first step, you start putting those positive thoughts in your mind, it's going to start flushing those negative thoughts out. Now, maybe you've got years and years of baggage and garbage and everything else built up, so it might take a while to shovel all that crap out. Right. (laughs) But you're going to force it out by the positive. Now, that doesn't mean that yucky negative isn't going to pop back in there because there's a lot of deep-seated beliefs but the more you focus on the positivity, right. the more you're laying that foundation. Become And it becomes a habit. It's uh, really, ding, ding, really, ding, ding. really easy to focus on the negative. It's kind of like it's really easy to go to the drive-thru to get your dinner that night. And it's, you know, it's harder to think about what you're going to make for dinner or how you're going to make a healthier choice in your life. It's e- positive thinking is a healthy choice. Very healthy choice, just like exercising at any time fitness. That's right. <laughs> plug. That's right. But uh, Shameless plug. <laughs> nah, there's nah, nothing shameless here. I'm kidding. Nothing shameless. Um, and it, it reverts back to the book we talked about in the last couple of podcasts, The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson, and those simple little choices. So, yes, it's pretty doggone easy to drive through the drive-thru and say, you know what, I'm tired. I've been running the kids all day and get that. But then you're going to like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have done that. Right. Oh, this one time's not going to hurt. Well, the bad thing is that one time turns into another time, turns into another time, turns into another time. And then from saying, well, this one time's not going to hurt, you become, the mindset is, ah, oh, what's the big deal anyway? I'll just do it. And then you're kind of locked in that conditioned mindset. Mm-hmm. However, if you say, you know, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to go home. I know I'm tired. I know it's late. Or if I do go through a drive through I'm going to make a little healthier choice than getting... <laughs> A cheeseburger or whatever else. Now, I'm a human too. Even uh, though they're delicious. Uh, they, they, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Stephanie's exactly right. But the thing is, once it becomes where, ah, uh, what does it matter anyway? Boy, right. you've got an uphill battle. Absolutely. So don't start down that slippery slope. And I'm telling you that from experience because I've done it and it's still a fight and a battle. But I know after that first bite, you can't wait to have that cheeseburger. I'm probably making some of you hungry right now. And you bite into it. It's like, yeah, it was good. By the end of it, you're like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have done that. Well, remember that. I wish mm-hmm. I wouldn't have done that the next time <laughs> instead of saying, oh, what does it matter? So go ahead, Steph. No, I'm just going to say 
Exactly. She's just going to say, I think I'm going to have a cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> I think I will. No, I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm saying no. No slight love. But anyway, bing, bang, boom. Right. I almost forgot to Uh-oh. get back to our strawberry story. Oh, I okay. let everybody in with the I strawberries. I completely forgot. And uh, we almost forgot about the strawberries. We've covered a lot of stuff here today. Strawberries. Oh, yes. You like strawberry stuff? I love them. Yeah. Out there, you like but strawberries? But I don't sugarcoat them. Really? No. Oh, see, that's good discipline. I don't like to sugarcoat things. <laughs> Stephanie's got the right hook of reality. We've had a couple <laughs> of those. Make sure you hashtag that. Right hook of reality. I bought that domain, by the way. So <laughs> I'm going to write a book on that. Anyway, um, <laughs> Stephanie doesn't like to sugarcoat anything. She just I, gives it to you as it is. In a nice way. Oh, in a nice way. All right, sprinkle <laughs> strawberry or sugar. So on maybe it. there's a little sprinkle of sugar on them. So, sugar or not, whipped cream or not, although I really like the whipped cream. Matter of fact, what I like doing, and this is something I brought up at the last speech I gave at uh, Cass in school with the kiddos oh, there. Oh, yeah. It was all about uh, putting whipped cream on the strawberries. Who likes that? And the kids go, yeah, yeah. Even the kids that didn't like strawberries, they were influenced by the positivity. And the whole thing, I guess the message was all about. Uh, we're easily influenced by, uh, you know, excitable people. And it could be excitable in a bad way if kid, people are bullying somebody else. We're easily influenced to go along with it. But on the other side, we're easily influenced with something positive. So think about what you're doing. Are you planting strawberries or are you planting weeds? That was kind of the message. But back to the strawberries. I know I keep circling around. I want you to visualize this. You've got your strawberries. You've got your can of whipped cream, your spray can of whipped cream. And the best thing to do, listeners, I've got you on your edge of your seat. You know you've all done it. I'm going to ask Stephanie if she's done it. I'm sure she has, but I guess I shouldn't be sure of anything. You take that whipped cream and you go, (sighs) put it in your mouth, and then you throw a strawberry in, and then you put whipped cream on top. I haven't done it with a strawberry, just the whipped cream in the mouth. (laughs) She knows what wouldn't. (laughs) My kids, they think that's hilarious. I'm like, just open your mouth. And I squirt it in their mouth because I don't trust them to do it themselves. But anyway, so... It's hilarious. Buy them a They're can like of little... whipped cream. Let them go outside. <laughs> there you <laughs> They'll go. They'll be jacked They're up like on little sugar. birds with their mouths <laughs> open. <laughs> it's so funny. I used to actually, when I taught in the, the school district, anytime that I'd have some whipped cream out, I'd have to go back. And I would come out with whipped cream hanging off my face like I was a rabid dog. I'm re- oh, I've got problems. That's all right. <laughs> the if... kids would laugh. That's my whole point. You know, sometimes uh, life's tough and these kids, but Mr. Grogan would come out and be a complete goofball and. You know, other times I'd come out with a Mountain Dew. And I'm probably not the smartest thing, but I'd say, oh, Mr. Grogan's all jacked up on Mountain Dew. Look out. Uh-oh. <laughs> Can I have some? No, no. I can't. No. It's for me only because I'm the teacher. Yes. That's right. So, strawberry story. Uh, we've gone all over the place here. But the strawberry story is, it's pretty simple. What you plant, what you uh, harvest is, well, not harvest, what you reap. Yeah, that's what you got to do first, right? You got to put it in there. You got to nurture it. You got to cultivate it. But mm-hmm. what you cultivate is what you're going to produce, what you're going to harvest, what you're going to have, and what you're going to reap, what benefit. So if you cultivate negative thoughts, if you cultivate negativity, like you allow people to throw, if you will, garbage on your strawberry garden, if you allow people to throw toxic waste on your strawberry garden, are those strawberries going to be any good? Nope. Absolutely not. Are you going to want to eat those strawberries? No, because you've allowed that ugly, negative, toxic waste all over your strawberry garden. Don't let people do that. But most importantly, don't do that to yourself. Don't do it to yourself. Be careful what you put in your mind. Be careful what you read. Be careful what you listen to. And by all means, don't compare yourself to others. What you choose to focus on becomes your reality. Boom! There it is right there. One more time. 
What you choose to focus on becomes your reality. There it is. That's Another perfect. quote. From? From? A book. A book. Yes. <laughs> yeah. She read it in a book. Those dodgeball fans, you may get that one. No? Yes? Maybe? Uh. I've been told, again, you know, we were talking about synchronicity and synchro destiny and all that kind of stuff. I've been told probably about four or five times in the past couple months that I should watch Dodgeball, so I probably should watch it. You've never watched Dodgeball? No. And I had you on my podcast? I don't watch a lot of movies. Oh, oh, had a girl. Good cop-out. No, not that's not a cop-out. Take that back. I almost need to cut I, that from the script. That is good. You don't watch a lot of movies. It means you don't spend a lot of time watching senseless nonsense. But Dodgeball is completely senseless, but it's completely funny, and it's got a bunch I, of great lines in it. I like that kind of, those kind of movies. And it's good to so. laugh. It Absolutely. Reduces those, uh, it releases those beautiful chemicals. What are they called? Oh, yeah, endorphins, right? Endorphins. Yeah. Laughing yeah. is good. Laughing being is silly good. is good. Being silly is good. I mastered in being silly. Um, sometimes I was too silly, actually, all the time. Uh, I don't know if I told you this or not, Steph. I think our listeners know I'm the only guy in history that it took 10 years to get a two-year degree and then two years to get a four-year degree because <laughs> I was a complete goofball. So there you go. But you can do it. My whole point there you is got it. I did get it. I kept going back, kept going back, kept going back. And you, know, you you learn from your experiences. Yeah, I had some failures, some setbacks, but I continue to move forward and continue to surround myself with positive but people. But you learned. I don't know if I did or not. Yeah, you I did. I got something out of it. I, th- I think you did. Uh, well, I got Stephanie's. That, that, was, that was strawberries with a bunch of whipped cream on it. Thank you very much. That was a soft <laughs> touch. So, listeners, we've been going at it for a while. We covered all kinds of different things back and oh forth. Goodness. We covered the Daily Lion. We covered a big, huge shout-out to a Miss Mel, Mrs. Mel Robbins and her five-second rule. If you've not picked that book up yet, please do so. Stephanie just wrote on my in her list. notes. Yes, she yes, did. Five-second rule. It's not the five-second you drop food on the floor, and it's like five seconds, blow it off, we and eat it. We have that rule, too. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the 10 or 20. Takes How long it takes to pick up. Depends on what the food is. <laughs> True. Yeah. It was like, oh, I don't yeah, want that anyway. Yeah. Give it to the cats. But um, <laughs> where are we at here? Holy cow. We have derailed completely. Oh, I the five-second rule. Back yes. to that. It's all about how your mind, within five seconds, has the ability to kill any great thought or any aspiration or any dream or any vision. You think about it. Oh, man, I'd, I'd love to do. Well, you know what? Five, four, three, two, one. Boom. It's gone because your mind wants to protect you of anything outside the norm, anything right. that might be fearful. Ooh, retraining your brain. Retraining your brain. Yeah, that's so, a good book too. Oh, yeah, that is a good book. Mamel's uh, book, Five Second Rule, is all about you've got an idea, you've got an inspiration. Five, four, three, two, one, freaking do it. That's what she says. Just freaking do it. And um, her started because she could not get out of bed. She was in a little bit of depression, a funk, and she could not get out of bed. So she just saw something the night before about a spaceship and she saw the countdown and she's like five four three two one it took off and it's like ding 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 it rang in her head the next morning she didn't want to get out of bed and she goes well i'm gonna be like the spaceship five four three two one and i got out of bed it wasn't easy the next day wasn't any easier but i kept it up kept it up and retrained the brain right. in order to do it it's, it's it's a wonderful book and it, it really connected with me and i don't know i've been saying the five four three two one i even got emmett to do it the other day. Oh, but nice. He was, uh, had a little fear. We were at uh, Edison's, and he didn't want to go in and play laser tag, even though there's nobody in there. Just go around and look at the place. He had a bad experience, so he's a little scared. He's a little nervous about a lot of things. I said, buddy, I want you to say 54321 blast off. He said 54321 blast off, and he did it. And I'm like, yes! He's so, such an inspiration. <laughs> he really is. Uh, buddy, well, uh, I, I 
I think him and Genevieve could be uh, uh, brother and sister there. They're just total rock stars. Yeah. I'm proud of both of them. And then Dominator, when his <laughs> putting an O or an I over the, or O, I can't spell, over his gun. What is it? He put a piece of tape over the, <laughs> the Duminator gun. Duminator. Yeah. There it is. And one last story, if we can. Um, so when, when uh, Dominic and Genevieve first started to join the studio, I was actually in California for a conference. And instead, I guess you guys just finished the confidence course. Were you still in the confidence course when Genevieve decided to to uh, to knock you out there? Oh, <laughs> so and, I think she might have been in the tiger class because yes. So I'm in California on a conference, and I called to check in to see how things are going at the studio. And oh my, my wife Desi says, "Well, some good classes, although one of our newest kids, um, I think we they broke her mom's nose." I'm like, yeah. "Broke her mom's nose? What?" And she says, well, uh, she knocked her mom almost loopy, and I think she broke her nose. I'm like, what the heck? What was the mom doing on the mat? Was that, Were they sparring? No, we, we were not She's a mat. tiger and this and that. So would you mind telling us a story, or is it too painful? Oh, no, not at all. And as long as Genevieve's not around, I can tell the story, because it still makes her cry. <laughs> well, she, she heard her mommy. I know. For, oh, gosh, she probably still does. She would do cartwheels everywhere she goes. So we would have to say, you got to watch where you're at. You're going to hit somebody. So she asked me for some, I always carry probably 12 pens in my purse, and they're all different colors. So she asked me for my pens. So I reached down. My purse was under my chair. I reached down to do it about the time that she decided to do a cartwheel and kicked me in the nose. And I could feel a little trickle, and all I saw was black and some stars, you know, like little... It just looked like a starry night in, in my eyes. And then I got to the bathroom, and then luckily a parent got Desi for me. And I looked at Desi, and I said, I'm going to pass out, but it'll be okay. And I sat down, and next thing I know, Desi and another mom, or grandma, it was another grandma, were in the bathroom with me. Genevieve looks, like, scared to death. And anyway, it was it was fun. It's a memorable story, right? It is. How's your nose? It looks great to me. Oh, thanks. Thanks. I can't breathe out of one side of it, but that's okay. Who needs who needs that? So on the positive side from, you know, being the martial arts instructor, I- I'm proud of her for having enough power to knock her mom Oh, my <laughs> gosh. But I don't know. I, we probably need to work on the body control a little bit better. Right. She doesn't do cartwheels as much as she used to, but. Because she knows what a hammer she brings with that foot. I, yes, yes. She is a little, she is a powerhouse. She loves it. She's it's, wonderful. It's kind of fun to see. You'll have to check out on our uh, Grogan's Martial Arts uh, Facebook page there. Uh, we got all kinds of, you know, breaks, or board breaking, mm-hmm. and kids' successes, and all kinds of other positive motivation on there. But there's several of Miss Genevieve and the Dominator breaking boards and just the elation on their face when they yes. get there. Yeah! My the favorite power. was on, on one video I have that she was clapping for herself. You know, I was like, of course, somebody made a comment to me. Oh, is she is she seriously clapping for herself? And I said, of course she is. She should be proud of what she just did. That's I would like to see you break a board. Absolutely. Well, I, and it's that, yes, that feeling of, yes, I, I just did I this. I did and, it. And there's always a lot of tears on board breaking uh-huh. night and that just elation. And I accomplished this. I overcame these fears, if you will. I broke through this insecurity yes. I had. It's powerful. It well, truly is. And in the same, uh, there was a picture in the same video, and the look on your face, and the, she's looking at you, and you're looking at her, and um, I can see the look on your face in the picture, and then that's when she kind of turns around and and starts clapping for herself. But I was like, it's so awesome because 
she can feel how proud you are of her and it, it's just you know it's all it's all out of love well yeah absolutely and I, i'm telling you i've got those emotions too i feel for those kids because uh-huh. unfortunately i've had more failed attempts than all these kids combined will ever have attempts right. <laughs> so i know what they're going through and then i know that elation and it's just it's all about what we talk about in life the best kick in life overcoming right. those fears right. And right now that fear is that board to come through it right and any doubt you've ever had in your mind it, and when you hit that board and it doesn't break all those doubts now come to the surface. Right. Like, oh, my gosh, I can't do this. I can't. Do- yes, you can. Yes, right. you can. And pump them up, motivate, and right. then they break through that dang thing, and boom. That's kind of like breaking through the chains Absolutely. of the world and life that's holding you down. Yes. Booyah. Yes. Well, Steph, do you have any uh, last closing oh, remarks gosh. for our viewers? Or our viewers, listen to that. We need to our do a viewers. Facebook Live. Yeah, so Let's you can see what we look it. like here. Ah, oh, I think <laughs> Stephanie, so you want to be on another one of these things? I'll do it. Sure. Oh, my gosh. How about that? I ripped off the Band-Aid. <laughs> Ripped off the bandage, healed a broken leg here. She's rocked out. I think out. so. I think so. Good stuff. Broke through the fears. Oh, this one's good. Okay, this uh, will be my last one. Maybe. Discipline is a muscle. You have to build it at your own pace. So I think about that all the time. You know, building building your, your muscle for your, um, what inspires you, what motivates you, you know, and having that discipline to have that freedom so you can do what you want to ah. do. Stephanie I was that. actually listening. I was. I wrote it down. That's awesome sauce. I got that actually from a Navy SEAL. Uh, discipline equals freedom. So it was at one right. of these conferences I just went to. And that, uh, discipline is a muscle. Here's another muscle. Actually, uh, one of my mentors, KOC Dave Kovar, who was in town just recently, he reminded me of this, and I'd forgot about it, but I wrote it down, which I'm glad I did. You're always working on your muscles. Now, you know, everybody thinks muscles, yes, you know, especially anytime fitness. Right. But the muscles I'm talking about are your this particular incident. Your perseverance muscles or your quitting muscles. Whichever mm-hmm. one you work the most is the one that's going to build. So if you work on per- persevering, battling through, overcoming adversities and challenges and not giving up, you're going to build that perseverance muscle to know I can overcome this because I overcame mm-hmm. the last one. However, we get in the habit of working on the quitting muscle. Eh, you know what? I can't do this. Oh, you know what? It's too tough. Or back to the drive through thing. You know, the mm-hmm. perseverance of, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and go home and make something. I know it's late, but it's going to be better for everybody. We're going to sleep better because we're going to eat better. Right. Or the quitting muscle, uh, it's just easier to drive through. Yes, it is. But the more you condition yourself to kind of, in a sense, quit and give up, you're going to do that. And unfortunately, in life, too many times uh, people are knocked down and they choose to lay there. You know, they're all right. you knock down seven times. What do you do? You get back up eight. You keep getting back up one more round, one more time. Right. And that's that perseverance muscle. On the Absolutely. other side. You lay there, that quitting muscle, it's going to take over. You get back up, but you can't let others pull you back down. <laughs> and we talk about that a lot. Crabs in the bucket. You know, if you surround yourself, like you had mentioned earlier in the podcast, mm-hmm. with negative influences and negative people, they're going to pull you down. They're going to keep you down. Absolutely. And I would, oh gosh, I think it was, it was your, what is the line, becoming the line or the daily line. You're talking about climbing the ladder and reaching down to pull somebody up, but not, not letting go. Uh, you know, of the wrong, your life, whatever. Sure. You can't use both hands to pull somebody up because they're going to pull you down. So that is something that, unfortunately, learning from experience, keep remembering that. Don't let, don't 
let others pull you down. Nice. Excellent. Excellent. Excellent way to end the, the podcast there. Yeah, it's something that was on an uh, earlier podcast, and I know we talked about it at the Academy there. Yes. And, it was yeah. what I needed that day. Well, it, it's amazing how that happens, isn't it? I know. But no, the, the whole thing is people always talk about, uh, well, you're a positive guy. You're always talking about helping others, helping others. I said, yeah, and I am. I'm doing everything I can to help others. But here's the thing. If I don't take care of myself, right. I'm in no shape, no condition, no mental capacity to help out others. And I will take one hand off that ladder to pull somebody else up. But I'm telling you from experience, too many times I've climbed up, reached down with one hand, it's figuratively speaking here, a hypothetical story. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> to pull somebody else up. And then I take the other hand off that next rung of the ladder, climbing toward my success to be a better person, to influence more people. And both hands are off. Guess what happens? I'm pulled back down. Now I got to fight twice as hard to get back up. And guess what? That person's still down there because they chose to be down there. They chose to pull me down. But guess what? I chose it too because I took one hand off. One hand's right. bent for climbing to help uh, as many people as you can. The other hand, yes, try and pull people up. But don't ever take both hands off because, or you're going to drown with them. Right. All right. Good stuff. Yeah. Ooh, ah. All right. Well, Stephanie, thank you so very much for being on the show. Holy thank cow. You. Great knowledge. Great wisdom. Did you have a good time? I had a great time. I so, hope that people got a little bit of, nut, you know. A little bit of something out of this. A little bit of something, something. A little right? bit of something, something. Mm -hmm. There you go. A little nugget of wisdom, some golden knowledge, yeah. something to chew on, some strawberries, some whipped cream. Right. <laughs> Good stuff. Shot directly in your in mouth. In your mouth, exactly. So you got to get the spray can. And, and the truth be told, now, now, we're never going to end this podcast, but truth be told, <laughs> um, I do like the spray whipped cream, but on pumpkin pie, I like the good old cool whip that you have to spoon out. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I like to take the whipping cream and whip up my own. Ah, that's good too. That's good too. I don't know. You know, know. I think See? we're going to start another show called. On food? Oh, no. yeah. Food. Oh, Emily, I think, does a food show. You have to check with oh, her. Oh, I'll have to do yeah. that. All right. Well, listeners, as always, thank you so very much for taking the time to be with us. And I mean this sincerely from the bottom of my heart. I know how sacred time is. And the fact that you took time to spend with me, spend with Stephanie here, to listen to the Kickin' Life podcast, that really means the world to me. Until we talk again, you get out there and do your best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. God bless you and your loved ones. I can't wait to talk to you again real soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. This is Master Rich Grogan, your Kickin' Life guru, reminding you you can find our podcast online at kickinlifepodcast.com or through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast. Tune in next week, another exciting show coming your way. In the meantime, you get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. Talk to you real soon. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.